ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 23 of the Kill Your Internet Podcast. With you, as always, is your boy, Colin. Also with me, my partner, my equal, Mr. Roast Maloon. How are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> did, you, did you like that? Yeah, that was sick, bro. You're, sick. you're welcome, buddy. Uh, happy 4th of July. It's just come off 4th of July weekend. How was your weekend? Uh, yeah, you too. Um, it was good. We posted up. Drank some a beers? Couple, yeah. A couple, uh, a couple of dogs. I made in a very in American move. I made chicken breasts stuffed with prosciutto and mozzarella. As an Italian, but it was, I appreciate that. It sounds delicious. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I wish I had time for it to marinate longer. The key to cooking any meat is marinating it, no matter what. Bro, we're getting we're giving cooking tips on this podcast now. I love it. It's not well, just no, just, just as well. quick. All right, so quick, quick uh, cooking tips with Eric. <laughs> um, New segment alert. Yeah, like seasoning a dish in progress versus like marinating, like seasoning a meat in progress versus marinating a meat. It's like, it's like, it's so far apart. Like marinating is so much more flavorful. And that was cooking tips with Eric. My man can whip it in in the Do it. So I'm saying do it. It's worth it. Um, Fourth of July was great. And I can. Uh, Did you see the Matthew McConaughey clip that came? He put on Twitter. He put like a motivational speech for America on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> just, just what america needed dude no it was actually awesome he talked about he's right like i look at this period of time almost like as if like the like different periods of american time we go through growing pains and we learn and we we get better and it's tough for a period of time but i think something magical is going to come out of this period of time you know me man i'm always looking on the positive side yeah i mean it seems like you know like we're due for a. Uh, like a, a reckoning uh, a renaissance yeah, i mean re- i guess a, i don't know reckoning but like like we're like the thought thought is like overdue for some change agreed right? like hell yeah here it is let's fucking go boys and this is smoking <laughs> pot with eric it's <laughs> so it's july was it the sixth today we're halfway through this year what As of year? this recording, it is July 6th. Yeah. It, is, it is one hell of a year so far. Uh, what are your high points for halfway through the year so far, Eric? Uh, Being alive is one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for my health. Uh, I, dude, I work the whole time, so, like, I... Like it's been a different that. experience. As like, not pe- talking shit on anyone on the bloomer or anything. But yeah, like, like your boy. I like to work. Like, I would have, like, so if, I, I. if the- I didn't have to, if I didn't have work, like, I would be sitting in my fucking house. My my parents, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I look at this year as kind of a reevaluation on things, and I look at it as. Yeah, yeah. Like, I said it already. I'm a positive guy. I'm, I'm always positive. And uh, I think we've learned a lot about ourselves. And I think more than anything, like for me, like it's given me time to be creative with no no other kind of possible outcome. I just creativity, making things, getting dude, irons in the fire, fucking in a weird way, it's kind of forged the most real version of yourself. And that is the heaviest thing I think I've ever said. But I don't know, man. No, no, I get what you mean. Like it's like a it's like a restocking period of like it's the first time it's in like, my adult life that I've ever been able to focus and say, okay, well, you know what? Yeah. If, if the world's going to stop for a minute, you know, what's important to me and, and how can I make it happen? And I don't know, man, that, that leads me to kind of like, before we get into segments, kind of like, we are dropping new music end of this month. I'm going to, we're going to start announcing it next week, but you know, it's, it's given me, it's fucking fantastic, but it's given me this kind of, whoa, whoa, like, do whoa. I like the process more? Or do I like the product more? And I'm a process guy, man. Like I, I, we talk about this all the time, but I'm a process guy. hundred percent. I love the creation process. I love the figuring out the little, the little idiosyncrasies of the music industry. And right now, especially with there being no rules, there's no fucking like, there's no game plan for this. It's almost like the weird, in a weird way, almost one of the, the best things, that, like from my perspective of like, the whole playbook's thrown out. We're all kind of making it up as we go along. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? But I love the process, man. Yeah, I mean, you just got to, like, look at, like, your resources and fucking make your moves accordingly. And yeah, it I goes just, without saying that everybody has had free time, right? Like, chance, I mean, I don't, probably not, like, every single person, but most people have had a ton of free time. Okay, well, we're looking from the music industry perspective. Everybody's grounded. Nobody can be on the road. That's nobody, what I, well, that's what I mean. That's what you were talking like, about. Yeah, I, like I don't know. Like I'm very proud of the product we're about to release into the world, but it's the the road that took us there that I'm way more interested in. And it's 
I don't know. It's just the beginning. I'm I'm just I'm jacked up on positivity. Like a Dropbox link. Yeah, like a Dropbox link, which you're gonna get. Um, on the podcast today, we have the return of our boy White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. So we're gonna be getting into everything over there. Barstool Chicago, baseball starting back up, sports back, everything going on in the world. So I'm excited to talk to to White Sox Dave again. But uh, no, we we actually had a really long conversation before we came on the podcast today amongst the band. And uh, I don't know. I, I just loved everything that was said. And I'm, I'm really, I, first of all, I love our band. I love the people in our band. Just great, a 100% great people. And uh, I don't know. I'm just excited for uh, everything. Oh, come on. Who's, who, who, what, Jimmy? <laughs> Are we talking Jimmy here? <laughs> I know you got a little stain on your linens too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, wait, real quick. So we did this at the beginning of the podcast, like our second episode. The beginning of the episode, we we said, okay, what do we do? Beginning of the second one. The beginning of the second one. We said the beginning of the podcast. The beginning of the second episode of the podcast. We said, what did we do wrong, or what can we improve upon after the second episode? And uh, we like offered that to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we clearly figured it out. Well, no, I will say though, (laughs) I was listening back to our most listened to episode is live from the gear car, right? Um, the one we yeah, brother. Hilarious episode. But one thing. I need to do better at not saying fuck every three words. I really do. Uh, I mean, when it's live, you're with the boys, you know? Yeah, but I mean, dude, like, I'm just thinking, like, if I was listening, I'd be like, I would have a counter on. I'd be like, oh, my God, he said fuck 93 times this yeah. episode. Like, watch we should have our producer uh, put that Me? on. Can you? Can I put it up in the corner? Can you put that up? I mean, if you look up to the left here, no. Nah, yeah. But other than that, I feel like the interviews have been great. Content's been great. I got to watch my mouth a little bit. I'm trying, dude. That's all right. I mean, it's just. It is what it is, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a big. I, I don't give a shit about profanity. I curse all the fucking time, dude. Like, so that, that was I'm organic. Just, I yeah, swear was, on my it, life. That was not That forced. was the reason why that was like the best episode was because it was so organic, dude. It was just like, it was just yeah. four idiots. That is how we. That table. That, that table. <laughs> Fuck, I ruined the joke. <laughs> that tape. That. Damn it. I just said it again. All right, cut yeah. that out. Yeah, all right. So we'll yeah, cut but, this part out. Whatever. No, the joke was going to be that podcast episode was farm to table. Yeah, hundred percent. That was that was the most. That was legitimately because we wanted to do it when we wanted to do a podcast. I basically wanted it to be a representation keep, of keep what that it's, for. Keep that format in mind, dude. It's just listeners. It's just you know how can we give you the most authentic versions of ourselves? Us in the car while we're driving places to go play music is the most authentic versions of ourselves you're going to get. And if I could put a, a fly like on the wall in that scenario, we basically did it in that episode. I want to do it again, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's some of that so, video was spent going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that episode was when we were driving and I just, all you heard was all four of us go, Oh, fuck red light. <laughs> <laughs> But no. All right, so let's let's move into segments. Uh, we're gonna start off with the wildest stuff that we've seen on the internet, wildest shit we've seen on the internet this week. I'm gonna yeah. start out just talking about this. It was right before we came on the podcast. It broke. Patrick Mahomes is getting cake. He got Dude. ten years, five hundred million dollars to play football. I just gotta say, shouts to Patrick Mahomes. He deserves it because if you deserve what. You get paid what you're worth to your team. You can't argue that dude isn't worth. Look, if they're gonna roll out the Brinks truck, take it. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna be like we're in a pandemic and you know we're all unemployed, dude. Look, I'm not in Patrick Mahomes' situation. If I was in Patrick Mahomes' situation, I'm taking 500 mil. They're offering it to me, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is like the good thing though. Here, White Sox Dave, right? If you're a, I'm assuming White Sox Dave. Well, is White Sox Dave a football guy? Yeah, 100. He's a huge Bears guy. He's a football guy. Okay, I just no offense, Bar- uh, White Sox Dave. I just don't like to assume people are football guys. As a football guy, you'll understand. Um, <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes contract, yeah, that like, all right, that that totally like ended the competition every off season of, um, you know, the next highest paid quarterback is like everyone's just like you know nobody's going above five hundred. You're just putting like the next hand on the bat. Who's the next quarterback get... who's even up for money like that? Would it be like Lamar Jackson? Uh, no, um, that's a good question. Nobody. Well, first of all, we've never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes before. I guess Tom he's Brady, a, right? Like, would have been. Brady's not. Yeah, but Brady's well, he would have been like this. Okay, off-season. so you're talking, but yeah, but either like way, retroactive. Age wise, you got to factor in the fact that Patrick Mahomes is like 26 years old. He's younger than Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, I'm to just... me, I look at it like because people are gonna bitch and say like, how are you gonna pay that guy that much money, dude? He. I mean, do paid... they just like? 
like this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Yeah, hundred percent. That to me, like, but I, but I saw that and I was like, because I knew the payday was coming. I knew it was coming, like, because we all yeah. did. Dude, big pop. Well, what big was really, pop. what's really funny was like in the group, I texted right away and I was like, yeah, we got Carson Wentz on chump change, making thirty-two million a year, and Eric yeah. was just like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Like, nah. yo, six all, highest AAV. All I'm gonna say, fourth is, highest total. I believe. All I'm gonna say is shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Get that money, dude. Yeah, Good for you. Dude. Also, holy shit, buddy. I will say though, it's probably gonna hamstring the Chiefs forever. Um, I don't know they'll how they'll probably win. The way everyone fucking strokes them off, they'll probably win fucking eight Super Bowls. Yeah, but at the same time, dude, Aaron, he's basically Aaron Rodgers. He reminds me a lot of Aaron. I don't Rodgers. know, like the game. But the fact of the matter is, Rodgers did he ever? He never even got back to a Super Bowl, did he? After his first Super Bowl well, in two thousand nine. They didn't win in like 2015 or something. No, they haven't won since the first one. Oh shit! So, so they like losing Seahawks in the conference finals. Like yeah, they got blown out last year. Yeah, they they got well, last year they far, lost but, the 49ers. But I'm just saying, you watch the effects of paying a quarterback that much money. You never know what's going to happen when you have to field it. I mean, dude, look at the Seahawks. They've been they've been patchworking either their offensive line or the receiving core the entire time they've had Russell Wilson since they paid him. What are you going to do? Well, Russell Wilson is also like they also are like. You could also make the argument that they're like they're ten and six to like they're probably like at worst nine and seven and at best. But so many of those twelve wins and four come, like most, every most of those wins come year. from Russell Wilson. He hasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like you'll 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 fucking you'll take that trade off. I think. All right, let's move on to our second wildest thing. Uh, did you see? <laughs> so some random dude posted a list. This dude took the time to. That's what I think it is. This dude took the time to rank the top 370 porn stars of all time. Yeah. Dude, somebody has not really utilized their quarantine time very well. I just saw that number of 370, and I was like, dude, you're going in. You're, you're, you're a historian at that point. Yeah, send me the link. The best part is people were debating it. Like, it was like a sports, like, I'm surprised it wasn't on first take. Yeah, like, it's like... <laughs> Like oh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman going. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. Like, Scott Van Pelt's like, we have a <laughs> ranking of uh, 156 versus uh, 217 tonight. I don't know, <laughs> man. But I just saw it and I was like, yo, that dude really did his homework on this one, too. But I was like, yeah, I mean, I was to like, assemble a list of 370, you must be a real connoisseur. Yeah, you're, you're a sommelier at that like point. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you have, like, a, yeah, exactly. You got a PhD, my man. Exactly. Uh, looking back on like so past that like we'll get because i don't really have that much more to say on that other than congratulations dude you wrote the encyclopedia yeah, good for you um, you to do, man. <laughs> over the weekend kanye west announced that he was running for the presidency of the united states of america and as a humongous kanye west fan not really a huge fan of his politics views or other things like that um i <laughs> All I all I know is that the conversation within my household was my wife telling me, "If you vote for Kanye, we're getting divorced." So, and I like for like three seconds, I was just egging it along, being like, "I don't know, man." But no, my man, I don't. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say as a Kanye. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't. Tr- I wouldn't trust Kanye to drive my car. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he would. I just. I'd like to meet Kanye West. I'll say that. I mean, I would love to meet Kanye. Kanye changed my life musically. He's one of my all-time idols musically. Oh, his music. Uh, but okay, I re- I really love a lot of musicians. I love Dave Grohl, but do I want Dave Grohl to be president? No. Do you think Dave Grohl wants to be president? No. I just I don't know. see where it's kind Dave of. Dave Grohl's already president of rock. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> Dave Grohl's probably a bad example because I feel like he'd probably be pretty diplomatic. But I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we learn from what's going on right now. I don't need anybody who's a celebrity in the White House. I just don't. I, I, they, people keep talking about The Rock running for the presidency. Dude, can we just stop looking at people who are entertainers and being like, they should run the country? That's a great idea. There's so many qualified yeah. people out there. Yeah, I mean. I'm not saying I trust anybody, but I'm just saying. I know. I, that's the thing. I just have my doubts, like, all around. It'd be like if I was. Where, like, to the point of, like, disinterest, and that makes me feel shitty. because I Also, like, why, why, why is it that they have to run for president? Like, why couldn't I be like, yo, Kanye's a great rapper, man. Yo, he'd probably do great plumbing work, too. Like, I wonder if he could come in and work on my I own. think, like, I think that we should just. All right, yo, state governments. Oh, like, here we go. Yo. Maybe that's, like, a too big of a scale, but, like. I'm a big fan of like like the neighborhood in yeah. a sense where like you have like I mean obviously like you know like there are massive chains you can get like a hoagie at Wawa and shit 
but like you had like a sandwich shop like you like you know what i mean like back in the day like yeah the local shit like you know like towns like that like town slash neighborhoods like i love that format of like is like an example of like I mean, the American government was set up basically to have, give states their rights and help let, let states run. And the presidency generally is more of a figurehead and kind of a leader of the government rather than this kind of like overarching your every conversation needs to revolve around it. Right now with what's going on in the White House, it's been, well, I mean, oh, probably over the last like 30 years, it's really been made in almost a celebrity status. Like every conversation is about the president, but it's a working government. You're right. You got to think, you think locally and act globally. Or you think globally and act locally. That's the way that it's always put. you got to work on your own neighborhood before you work on everything else. I just don't know. I, I don't – this just all seems like a, like, a, like, a, like a black mirror like simulation to me. This is nuts. Like, it's not going to make a difference because he's not going to win the presidency. But like, even the fact that we're having this conversation is just – it's the most 2020 thing ever. It's making my head spin. Who knows, buddy? Yeah, good fact. Uh, last wildest thing I've seen on the internet this week. Uh, so the Washington football team will no longer be known as the Redskins, hopefully, after everything that's going on. Um, and there's a lot of conversation uh, in, like, Vegas betting circles about what the most likely team name is going to be. And I guess they have the inside track. Can I guess? Stuff. Hold Can on, I guess wait. Some? Yeah, yeah, take a take guess, because I have the numbers here. Like you're, you're, How many do you uh, have in front of you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven, seven. here. Seven? Uh, Warriors? Not on there. Um... That was my only guess. All right, so the Red Tails are three to one favorites to be the new Redskins name. Red Tails is a dumb name. I don't even it, know. What is there an accompanying logo? So that no. I'm like, so, oh. but like, what is that? A, like, that's a, that's a cardinal, right? That's like a, a bird. A red tail. I'm yeah. assuming it's some type of avian. Yes. Okay. The Generals are number two at four to one. Okay. But the Washington Generals—that's the—that's the team that the Harlem Globetrotters played. Oh no shit. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I just can't do that one. That's out. Uh, the presidents are five to one. I really hope that's. Are not you me. fucking kidding? <laughs> and here come the Washington presidents. <laughs> I, all these names are terrible. They all sound like they were like. First of all, these all sound like XFL teams, but they all sound like created teams. The Washington like, presidents. Are you fucking kidding me? So fifty to one is the Hogs. <laughs> well, you know that's what they call. That's what they call the Redskins now. They call them the Hogs. It's like they're oh, really? like Was local like thing. A- I don't know why. Uh, like a skull hogs. in Minnesota, like that kind of deal. Yeah, skull or like go birds here. Yeah. Call them birds. They call them the hogs. I have no idea why, but they do. Um, the uh, Washington Americans is plus 500. <laughs> is um, that the best odds? No, the best odds is three to one. I don't know because that's a money line thing. They just had it labeled differently. It's three um, to one. Three to one is the red tail. Like plus 300? That's the red tails. Okay. Um, and then what? as a joke, I think they just put in the Washington snowflakes are 500 to one. <laughs> I'll, I take hate, I, I'll take 10 I, on the snowflakes. Dude, what's Kevin Malone's rule? If you ever give me 10,001 odds on anything, you take that bet because if John Mellencamp ever wins an Oscar, he's going to be a very rich man. Yeah. Um, and then, all right. So I was driving today. I was listening to 97.5 and Gargano had this, this dude calling his old dude. And he's like, yeah, why don't they just call him the pigskins? Cause they already call him. The <laughs> and yo, Gargano goes, he's like, Oh, dude, that's a great idea. He's like, Billy, dude. And I was like, I was like, listen, I was like, this is the best we can come up with. Is is this bull- like, dude? Just- he's so Anthony's so positive though. I know, like he doesn't want to. He's like, he just doesn't want to be a dick to any caller. So like, he's probably <laughs> oh, like, baldy. Hey, he's like, hey, dude, that's a great idea, man. Like, <laughs> and like Sal Tunis is on the other side. He's like shaking his head. Yeah, I don't know. Like cracking up. All I know is it can't be yeah. worse than what it is. And I mean, the argument has to be made. Like. Your franchise sucks, and nobody wants to work with it yeah. anymore. FedEx is pulling out. Nike won't put your stuff on their on their. Are they? I, well, I thought they FedEx said if they don't. Well, FedEx said if they don't change the name, they're not going to be. And apparently, the minority they guarantee they change the name. The minority owners under Dave, uh, Daniel Snyder, like the people who own like a smaller chunk of the team, are saying they they want to sell because they like they can't stand Daniel Snyder. Like at this point, really? also, it's a great opportunity to make money. If you want to look at it from like a dickhead economic perspective, you get to sell all new merch. Just change the name, dude. Nobody likes the name. Your team sucks. And it's, it's not, it's racist. I don't know. Just change the name. It's 2020. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, if it's offensive to some people, it should be reason enough, right? Yeah. Like, especially with like, you know, certain historical things going in. Just fact the matter. It shouldn't be the fucking name anymore. Yeah. I and, agree. And apparently Vegas believes it enough that they want to throw odds on it. So people need to gamble Dude, on something. 
I cannot fucking believe that the Washington president <laughs> is an option at five to one. Five to one. You know, there's somebody in Washington D.C. Oh who's like, God. oh, dude, putting five grand down on presidents. Are you sure you're not reading this off like somewhere like, to God? It was off the Vegas odds website. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what the fuck let's move on to what the fuck we've been listening to. Um, Iago, first you follow up. Uh, my first oh, pick is uh, Late Night Feelings by Mark Ronson. It's a title track from his newest record that came out after Uptown Special. Uh, I've just been doing a lot of listening to Mark Ronson, especially in the process of making our record. And Late Night Feelings is a song with Licky Lee is the is the woman who sings on the song. It's an outstanding song, and it has a lot of these kind of like Philly sound, Philly soul, like uh, string arrangements in it, but with like a modern beat. So hot, dude. Yeah. Dude just does no wrong in my eyes. Um, best producer in the game for my money. Um, but no, check that record out because it didn't get as much hype as Uptown Special, but it's so it's so good. A lot of great guests. Uh, Miley Cyrus does a song on that record too that's pretty dope. So uh, yeah. you go with your first. Counting Crows, Big Yellow Taxi. Oh, good song. Sick. That's nice a little summer. One. I, like I heard it this morning. I, you know what? I was listening to Ben FM. And I heard it this morning on Ben FM. Of course you did. Ben FM is the station. I just like had it. I wasn't even really like listening to the radio. I just like had it on. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Um, And I was like, you know, like, I don't know. This was like this. This was on like the on the level of a song that you used to know and it coming out of nowhere and hitting you like this one was pretty substantial. Like this one was like, yeah, yeah. This one was like I got hit by an asteroid. (laughs) Bro, speaking of real quick, speaking of Ben FM four times this week, this is not a joke. Four times this week, getting into my car and driving the first thing that came on was Mumbo Number no. Five by Lou Vega? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Dude, Bop. And, bro, certified. That's it. That's what we've been listening to lately. Every there. every time I've gotten in the car, and legitimately every time I'll I'll text my wife and be like, "Dude, it's on again." Like, is this song following me around? Like, I've always believed. She like looks out the window. <laughs> bro, there's two songs that I've always believed that have oddly followed me around. Like, have always been on. Like, when I get into cars, "Night Moves" by Bob Seger. Ooh, and, I was listening to that the other night. When it was and Smooth hot. by Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas. They just always play for some reason. And apparently, Mumbo Number 5 is now that song in my life. I don't know what that means, but... Quick uh, side conversation. How do you feel about Rob Thomas? I fucking love Rob Thomas. I'm a huge Matchbox 20 guy. Really? Yeah, how do you not like Matchbox 20? It's not that I don't like Matchbox 20. It's that I feel like you can <laughs> safely get away with saying that Rob Thomas is lame. Sure, he's a '90s. Is that reasonable? I don't know. Like I'm he's not... like a he's like a '90s staple. I don't know. You can say a lot of those people are lame, but Rob Thomas is the goat. In my eyes. Uh, I'm gonna give my Whoa. second. Uh, <laughs> uh, my second song is what For is my second hip? song. That's my twenty. <laughs> so my second song, "What Is Hip" by Tower of Power. We're going back some '70s funk soul. Uh, came on XPN the other day while I was driving, and I lost my mind. Absolutely phenomenal bass line, horn section to die for. So many time signatures in this song. I literally was like, dude, if I was in this band, I would I would probably be like, yo, can we just like stick to like five time signatures? And e- like every like tw- like 12 bars, something switches up. Unbelievable production. Um, Tower of Power. What is hip? Absolute banger. Eric, your second pick. Uh, when it's everybody sugar, a similar heard it Bro, on the radio. You, you're on this like popped me off out of nowhere. Great song. Uh, Ken's probably somewhere nodding his head to that song right now. <laughs> so you're you're gonna say like you're gonna hate on Mark McGrath or you're gonna hate on Rob Thomas and then be like yeah Mark McGrath though yeah that's a good call. Listen to the song. It's a great song. I'm not, I'm not when it's over is better than any Matchbox Twenty song. Objectively, so I'm putting this up on the on the Instagram for a poll, yo. That's wrong. Yeah. Matchbox Twenty has the hits. <laughs> All right, my third pick. Uh, I'm going with something to rap about by Freddie Gibbs featuring Tyler the Creator. Dude, just. Good for Gibbs getting his flowers, dude. He's he's absolutely having a moment. He had bandana drop last year. He had Alfredo with the Alchemist drop this year. Just rap, just bars, and it's so good. Excellent production. Tyler has an amazing verse. Uh, it's pretty cool, too, in the middle of the song. It actually pitches up and changes keys in the middle of the song. So it, it just Freddie Gibbs is, is having a run right now. Never going to be as commercial as some of these other dudes, but just absolutely. When did he come up. out? Freddie Gibbs has been around for a while. So he got famous in 2010. Um, he kind of came in at the, same, at the same time as like Kendrick and like J-Rock and all those guys. But he was signed to CTE, which is, <laughs> I never thought about that, but it's a, it's a Young Jeezy's uh, record label and then went on his own. Oh, shit. Um, but that was so, I didn't think about it. So his, his record label is called Corporate Thuggin Incorporated. 
and it's also <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, it's also uh, a brain injury you get from playing too much football. So, all right, you're up next. E, what's your third? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> I was listening to um, physical graffiti like a couple times the last couple of days. Like, can't go wrong if I can bang out like ripping the carpet out of the house like during the time it takes to listen to physical graffiti. I did You've done a good, good job. Yeah. Um, what, I haven't done give it me, yet. Give me, give me one song. Of uh, yeah, it's um, um, it's a physical that, down by the seaside, though. Down by the seaside, like okay. summertime, like oh yeah, vibey, vibey rado. The song remains the same. Came on the other day for me while I was driving, and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, goddamn houses, dude, Damn. houses. Uh, Damn. all right, we're going into a new segment. Uh, we'll keep this one quick. This one's called shouts. Uh, I'm just gonna give a couple shout outs to my people. Uh, don't have to be good. Could be bad. My first one is bad. So my first shout out. <laughs> shouts go out to Denzel Mims. You little bitch. Uh, Denzel <laughs> Mims on Twitch the other day. Because you remember the story about how he like had a pre-draft thing in Philadelphia. And he was basically like, oh, that city scared me. Like uh, it was too big. Like all this shit. And he was on uh, Twitch and somebody was like, hey, Denzel, like you must be pretty happy that you didn't go to Philadelphia. and You went to the Jets instead. And his exact quote was, I didn't want to go to that trash-ass, dirty-ass city. Shout out to you, Denzel Mims. You showed your true colors, and we appreciate not drafting you, bro. I hope. I know. Look at your face. You look like you just sucked on a lemon. Oh, uh, uh, that's where I left that. <laughs> but other shouts. Shouts go out to me. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I was making turkey burgers today, and I decided Ow. to clean the knife that I was using with a paper towel and also hold it directly against my hand, and I sliced my finger. So shouts go out to me. Oh, let me see that again? Okay. Oh shit! It's up top. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. I I literally was like what, like cleaning the knife, and all of a sudden I went. Ah! I was like, yeah. uh, you got any shouts you want to give Eddie? Dude, shout out Pat Mahomes for being shout out the, Pat Mahomes for getting bread. Dude, that is unbelievable. Yeah, think about this. Pat Mahomes like Pat Mahomes probably like was like a stud in high school. Yep. Like sick. Like never probably ever lost a football game his entire life. Like kid like. Loves playing football, grows up, plays a sport he loves, gets to do it professionally, and then is so sick at it that he gets paid $500 million. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Shout out Pat Mahomes. Also, shout out Mitch Trubisky for forever being linked to him, for being the pick ahead of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. Wasn't he like 10th overall? Mahomes was, yeah. Yeah. But the quarterbacks was, drafted before him were Mitch was three, right? The Mitch was two. Two. The Bears traded. traded oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm sure we're going to talk to White Sox Dave about that. The first quarterback taken was Mitch Trubisky. After that, um, so Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson all went in the first round. Wow. wow. That sucks. Shots go out to the Bears. Uh, let's go into our coronavirus survival. Shout out, Big Cat. Shout out, Big Cat. <laughs> That's my last big shout out. I like shouts. I want to continue that. I want to up the production yeah. value there. Uh, let's go to our coronavirus survival guide for the week. <laughs> Eric went with uh, a great selection. Uh, live TV events. The best live TV events. It could be sports. It could be... Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, e, I'll let you go first. NHL playoffs. Good the best sports on television, bar none. Everybody, I feel like everybody agrees with that, though. Like, like the, the NHL playoffs are like, because there's so many people that are casual NHL fans who are like, dude, the playoffs are the best. Yeah, and I welcome that. As a lifelong gatekeeper of the NHL, I welcome everybody. It is really weird to think that there's not going to be any fans in the stands for an NHL playoff game this year. That's going to be really weird. Yeah, dude. I Like, apparently they're spruce it up with, like, like audio and like <laughs> like cardboard cutouts of motherfuckers in this day. Like my first pick for my live TV selection isn't something that I'm personally the most invested in, but I picked this because of how invested people are in it. I picked WrestleMania. Every year, these wild wrestling fans, dude. You're just excusing yourself from this group of people. No, I'm just saying like I I've only rented WrestleMania like <laughs> and I did it with my college buddies, but like yo, watching WrestleMania is wild. People are like legitimately like edge of their seat every year. There's so much history. People lose their minds. Always great gifts that come out of that too. Like when the Undertaker lost and there's that dude in the crowd who's like like losing his mind. Like <laughs> yeah. shouts, to, shouts to WrestleMania. They, they always do something big. Like somebody always comes back or some shit like that. What's your second pick, eh? Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> 
Your second pick for live TV events. Oh, live TV events, yeah. Um, Super Bowl. <laughs> Great pick. That's a layup. Super Bowl. It's the bomb. It's the bomb.com. Even though last year sucked. I always do like just mad, mad dumb prop bets for like five and ten dollars and yeah. I'm spending like two hundred bucks. <laughs> just losing it all. Color of the well, Gatorade. I mean, all, Color of the Gatorade that gets jumped on the coach's end wise. of the game. Coin flip. How long's the national anthem? How long's the halftime show? All that. Yeah, and then like if you put like it's five bucks on Nicole Hardman, on Nicole Hardman to have a hundred yards and two touchdowns, it's like a thousand to one. <laughs> Bro, they'll put they'll put odds on anything. Like how many times Andy Reid gets seen on the sideline per half? Like it's nuts. Yeah, I picked for my second pick. I picked week one of NFL football. It's the best that that feeling of like, oh, my God, it's back, dude. I can't wait. And uh, just to like that first Sunday, just relaxing and watching watching football, just being like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. I can't believe this wasn't in my life for the past like five months. This is the best. And uh, but like that first Sunday night game with like Al Michaels and Chris Collingsworth. And you're like, oh, shit, you made it. Let's go. You made it through all the all the beers and all the food. And then all that hope, all that hope that you have for your team for that year. It's all manifested right there. There's no losses. There's no wins. You just have nothing but promise upon the horizon. So I picked NFL week one. I also love when the birds are on Sunday night. That's uh, the fucking best. Except that's the, the fact that Chris Collinsworth always just likes to shit on us for no reason. I don't even get – yeah, yeah, that's annoying. I Like, it's just all oh, – like, it's like everyone's watching us win, dude. That's the I know, best. Bad. All right, pick your last pick. Um, My third pick, uh, um, anytime the office is on. Okay, fair enough. It's not live it. TV, but it's well, it, okay. So like in the in like so live, I mean like it's on actual like comedy. Oh, it's Central. on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's like I don't know, that's it's like the commercials are in. Yeah, it is. It's you ever like, notice that there's like different scenes in those episodes too? Like if they're on TV, like there's like different editing, so there's different scenes that aren't on Netflix. I have not noticed that. Oh, I always notice because I know wow. that show by heart. It's I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to pay attention for that. So my final Good pick. I picked the Oscars uh, because I didn't want to step on our buddy, Nate Moran, who will be on the podcast next week, uh, his toes, because he live tweets the Grammys every year. Um, but I picked the Oscars <laughs> because I just want to watch, see who wins. I'm a big movie guy. I need to know who's going to win that crown. And after um, they falsely pronounced La La Land the winner and Moonlight won instead when they should have won and that drama, now there's technical glitches involved. Count me in, dude. I want to see what people are wearing. I want to see who's there together. I want to see if Brad and Angelina are sitting near each other. I'm down. I want to know, dude. I picked the Oscars. That's another gambling. Uh, people gamble on the Oscars, too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They um, gamble on the Oscars. <laughs> so let's go over our honorable mentions. I have four written down. Uh, I said Sunday Night Oof. Baseball. Any Sunday Night Baseball game, especially if you're talking like John Miller, Joe Morgan, like Booth, like back in the day. That is the epitome to me. That is like falling asleep on a Sunday. I'm watching late night, 8 o'clock. Now it's A-Rod and Jessica Mendoza and Bo Shambi, and they're the fucking best. Um, I'm going Sunday night baseball. I also picked late night West Coast basketball on, uh, on TNT, like Ooh. Charles Barkley, Ernie Johnson, like that whole squad, Shaq. Yeah, I agree. That's always a treat. Like Always, you can, like dude. fall asleep watching the West Coast games. There's nothing I like more because I have a West Coast team that I really do love. Like I'm – because I do too. Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers Portland. are my West Coast team. I love watching Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard CJ McCollum. I love that team. Yeah, I, um, I also picked the season finale, not the series finale of your favorite shows. Like that final, like, like Oof. Game of Thrones. So because there's still more yeah. of the series to come, you want to see how this season's arc ends up. I picked the season finale of your favorite shows. Like not the series, because then you're depressed after you're like, oh fuck, it's over. But like you're in the middle of like just, season three or something. And like, yeah, it's well just the yeah, like the yeah, I know what you mean. And then I as my last honorable mention, I picked any Mark Wahlberg movie on TNT because that was <laughs> kind of a trend that we said previously. Ugh. Dude, shooters on, I wasn't expecting it. You know I'm watching that. Is that Transformers yeah. three? You probably saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Transformers eight. <laughs> Bumblebee. Um, you got any other legends? Um, I, mean, I said before Kentucky Derby is always fun. Yeah, those kind of Wimbledon, like those weird individual sports. Masters, Masters Sunday. I guess we'd be remiss to not say like the uh, the tournament, right? The NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's especially. Cool. Like the I, I haven't. I did games. that. Yeah, I did that one year where like we we like were drinking and watching it and shit. And it was it was really fun. I just have I just 
didn't. Get, I think for me though, with college sports, like I don't have a dog in the fight necessarily. Like I love Michigan. Yeah, me neither. I went to Westchester, so I don't. You know, they're not going to be in the NCAA tournament, dude. College World Series. How did I not put College World Series? College World Series for baseball is probably top. I'll three. keep that. Yeah, dude, if it's on. I love that because it's baseball in its most pure form, and those dudes are just having fun. Like they're just like going after it. Um, oh, yeah. Other than that, I'm thinking like like Olympics, like like a good Olympics, like you're like talking like Michael Phelps going, like Usain Bolt running or just like, like yeah, like floor routine for gymnastics when they Patty got the ribbons. Kane shitting on him out there. Dude. The silky mitts. Uh, <laughs> somebody loves, somebody absolutely, oh, also, NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> NBA All-Star yeah, Weekend. Yeah, yeah, Dunk yeah. contest, three-point contest. I don't even care if it sucks anymore. I just love home run derby. Yeah. Yo. Still love Honorable mention worst. Live TV events, the Pro Bowl. Oh, definitely the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl's trash. What are some other shitty live live events? Thursday night football when it's Jags versus yeah. Titans. Thursday night football. Thursday night football in general. I feel like it's just nah, kind of, it's weird because my brain's not programmed for it. Yeah, I just like it's uh, like week week two it, preseason. It's not real. Week two preseason real. or week four preseason. Week four preseason. Yeah, just like, nobody's playing. Like, yeah. Oh, also another another one that we forgot. Hearts, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the rhyme or reason is with any of this stuff. Neither do um, I. But just to make it easy, like if they did have it in Chicago, I know for a fact those players aren't actually staying in the bubble. I've right. seen players oh, out yeah. from multiple leagues, including <laughs> baseball, in the couple week last couple weeks because bars been open, and I'm like. Right. These guys aren't going to follow the rules anyways, but I'm not that I would ever, ever in a million years name someone, but of course um, we're not dropping names on here, bro. No, I don't want, I don't <laughs> want anybody like mad at me or like, I don't want to be that guy, but like, they're not going to follow the rules and they're going to report one day and be healthy or whatever. And yeah. say like, Hey, yo, my bad. And they're like, where are you? Where were you last night? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you can't put that many, first off grown adults who can make their own decisions in a place. Mm-hmm. And then have them completely separated from everything and not expect somebody to break the rules. I feel like they break the rules on a regular basis anyway. Like, you think you're going to stop for this? Like, what the fuck? No. And, well, and so we're going to get stir crazy like the rest of us, you know? At least baseball players get to go back and forth. So I guess that's a positive for the players. But I mean, mm-hmm. just on like a common sense standpoint, I'm like, uh, this seems kind of fucking crazy. It does. It does. And that's why I'm not, I mean, I hope they finish the 60 games. I hope there's a World Series, but I just. And it, it more started yesterday. Yeah. Or maybe maybe over the weekend that where I was like from 100 to like now I'm very, very iffy. Well, I mean, dude, as soon as I heard the Wheeler news, I was like, oh, man, this is not good. But then I was just with a couple of my buddies over the weekend drinking a couple of beers for Fourth of July. And we were all baseball guys. And, and it was just kind of like, I feel like they're going to fuck this up. And I feel like that with all the sports. I have the most confidence for some reason in the NBA. And I don't know if it's because of Adam Silver. Like, I feel like they have their shit together, but I don't know. Even if we move to that. So we move past baseball and the, the clusterfuck that is baseball, the NBA, at least I feel like the only thing that worries me about that is in the bubble situation, one dude gets it in that hotel and do you shut the whole hotel down? Like what's the, what's the deal? Like, I don't exactly. I don't know. I don't do at this point. I don't know how like contagious this thing actually is. Cause I, you know, I'm doing my thing. I try to keep six feet apart, but like this, this is a weird thing. Like I know a lot of people out here and most of them, I, I know a lot of people that have been tested that have not, that have come up negative. Yeah. I know the six that I mentioned earlier that came up positive, but most, most people I know haven't been tested personally. I haven't been tested. I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been. And how many of us actually have it without us knowing right now? That's the kind of part that's freaking me out a little bit. You Dude, know? I mean, I think about it every day. And we, so we, me and my wife went down the shore, which is like the Philly thing. We yeah, yeah. To mm-hmm. Jersey, so, uh, and we went to the beach and everybody was socially distanced, all that. It seemed like nothing had changed. Like, and then we went out and we went to like a rooftop area away from the bars. We were overlooking the bars. The bars were fucking overrun. Like it was like legitimately nothing happened. I don't know, man. It's it's so weird, especially like where like being in America, it's really hard to police people in their freedoms. And especially when you tell them not to do it, they're going to do it. Like, I don't know. Exactly. And and that goes back to sports with me, too. Like, I feel like the only way the NBA doesn't happen is if LeBron gets it. That's it. LeBron, Giannis. That's it. One of those two. One of those two. LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi. 
I don't know. Uh, to me, that's the sport I most want to see finish because I could see basketball, like you said, or maybe I don't know much about either sport because I'm baseball, football, but basketball or hockey, because especially basketball, you could have four or, you know, five courts in one building, yep. knock out more games at once and keep every, but like, like you said, baseball, I mean, the, the, I think it was the Mariners, one of the AL West teams has to travel like 15,000 yeah. miles in 60 games. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, they don't even want us on airplanes. Like, are they right? The amount of work that's going to have to go into making this like move forward is, is unbelievable. But, you know, it, they got to get played, dude. And we talked about hockey because hockey was supposed to be in Chicago, it was supposed to be one of the host cities, and it didn't wind up happening. They kept it in Canada. Uh, I forget. There is a reason why. I, don't, I forget the exact. Got to be borders why. or something like that. Like there, because you're going back and forth between Canada and the United States, probably paying the ass. It was probably or no, no, no. I, that's what. That's exactly what it was because it was like travel restrictions to and from or something. Yeah. I don't know. Now, um, are the Blackhawks involved? Are the Blackhawks one of the teams that are are still in? I, yeah, they're the last team in. Oh my god! So and they're the, they're playing Edmonton in the first round or whatever you call it, and. That is that is like such everybody's a, excited for it. I was gonna say, I feel like there's always an eighth seed or like a, a last seed in hockey that winds up like sneaking through and, and making noise. And especially that team, how many what do you guys have? Three Stanley Cups? Three in the last yeah, three yeah, since two thousand eight was two thousand eight. Um the last three, four years have not been good though. But from what I understand in hockey, I know absolutely nothing about <laughs> very little about the NBA, nothing about hockey. But um Respect. they I guess they match up really well with Edmonton. Like Dude, if you can, it's Connor McDavid, right? That's yeah, not Edmonton. But you have you can like you have championship DNA. You have Kane. You have Taves. You have everybody still involved. And I mean, yeah, they have they have that. the like of I mean Crow Crawford's still awesome. I mean that's insane Kane, that he's still your goalie. He's awesome still. Fuck you. I guys, mean, we haven't had would, a goalie in my entire lifetime. It was basically if if Kane and, and Taves didn't have like three four points combined in a game, yeah, like it was automatic loss because there's just no depth. Yeah. But they're saying they're gonna just put uh, Keith, you know, to have him neutralize, yeah, uh, McDavid as best they can. And after that, it's like I guess they match up well. From bro, it's so, so funny because in all these situations, we have no like, there's no like stats to back this up. Is one team's gonna get hot and everybody's been sitting around? Everybody got healthy. Who the fuck knows? That that is like legitimately where I am at with all this. Except with baseball, because I, ju I just like, I don't even have the faith that baseball is going to happen. I don't know why. I I'm just like really skeptical. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's sad. Um, I, I mean, I just what, what was it men in black with like the pen that like vaporizes your brain. Yeah. I just want that. Something like that. Just, just knock me this, out, bro. This year has been absurd in it. I mean, you go back to New Year's. All right. Kobe died. What else was there? COVID, uh, obviously. COVID. We've had social unrest after the murder of George Floyd, which, by the way, we didn't Huge. bring that up as a reason as to why, like, I don't blame some of these dudes for not playing because they want to focus on on social change. Like, so much has happened since even the, that that wasn't even the last time we talked that that had happened. Yeah, it was a few weeks after that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, there's so much stacked against this happening. Like, it's I just selfishly just really want to see it because I need sports back. I can't watch another Lance Armstrong documentary. I can't fucking, I can't go back and watch the last dance. I can't watch Jay Cutler fucking hunting the thing that killed his chickens. Like I have no more exactly. interest in shit anymore, dude. How is it, how is it possible that both times that you've been on, we've had Jay Cutler news to talk about. What was the first one is divorce. Yeah. You got divorced yeah. like right as soon the, as we talked. I mean, I was like all in on this chicken hunter saga. Me too, dude. Cause you could like every day, like the bags in his eyes would get worse. <laughs> like he's like, dude, I gotta find out who this is. But uh, I mean, I, I, and I, I get raccoons out like by where I'm from, and we've got bad raccoons here, dude. Yeah, you guys have all that shit out there too. Like I didn't know they like murder like, chickens, murder chickens, and other smaller animals. You gotta love the sports talk coming right back to Jay Cutler. I don't know how the fuck. <laughs> let's well, let, let's follow the Jay Cutler talk back into the Bears. Do you want to take a moment because of what happened last night? Mahomes getting that money. Do you just because Trubisky was, was trending? Coming. Trubisky was trending. What do you want me to do? He was the, trending on. That's how you know it's really, really bad is I when know. your quarterback's trending because, because another quarterback money. did something good. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, we could have had him. I mean, oh. spin zone. I mean, you guys don't have to pay him $500 million now. That was what I was asking on radio <laughs> this afternoon. I was like, I mean, 
is is there a point when Patrick Mahomes isn't good enough to pay him an amount of money? Because obviously he's the best quarterback in football. He's yeah. incredible. But I, what's I mean, too much? Earlier in the episode, me and Eric were talking about this, and I said he, he reminds me a lot of like a young Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't want to set you off here, but like in the fact that he started his career out, obviously a little later Rodgers was, but wins the Super Bowl early. And Rodgers has never won another one. So true. does it wind up paying off in the end? Russell Wilson, same thing. They've had to basically patchwork their offense, offensive line and their wide receivers Both of because them, yeah. they pay so much money to, to Russell Wilson. Does Mahomes have what it takes to like just make up for the rest of his team? I don't I don't know. Maybe he does. And I, I mean Andy Reid, you can never he's an unbelievable coach, Hall of Famer and everything. It's my childhood um, coach but, right there, baby. But like, yeah, I mean you grew up with them. So I did. Um I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the whole win the suit. And I've thought about this before. Let quarterbacks walk and draft a quarterback. So your hat, you have your quarterback, like a first round quality quarterback as your, as on, on their rookie deal. You it know? makes so much sense monetarily and like just logically that makes sense, but it's such a ballsy move to like it's have so somebody, ballsy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you would like, if you were playing video games, that would make sense. You're just like, all right, well fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah. Let's get somebody else new in. But like, you know, your fan base gets attached to that dude, especially. Of course, dude, of course. Yeah. Just saying like, watch like Mahomes. They don't give Mahomes the extension and they, well, they're the Cowboys might do it. They might do it with, uh, with Dak. And he's like, not even that good. No, I, I mean, know. He's, he's like, he's like, oh, he's a good quarterback. Yes, he's, he's a good quarterback. He's a serviceable starter. He's more yes, than serviceable. absolutely. He's a good. He's a good, he's a good starter. Super Bowl with him, I think. Yeah. Has there ever been a quarterback that like they just let walk? I'm like Drew Brees, maybe. For, that was the one. That was the one that came to my mind. Um, he was injured, so it's a little bit like right. He healthy. blew out his arm. Yeah. Yeah. First off, the Saints really came up in that scenario because, like, you took something off the scrap heap and you turned it into a Super Bowl and one of the best teams in the NFL for the last 20 years. That's true. Uh, he's He's got one Super Bowl. Does he have an MVP? I mean, he's obviously he has to have an MVP. passer, right? Yeah, he has to have an MVP, right? He's got to. He's yeah. got a, one of those years. But, he's a Hall um, of Famer regardless. Regardless, right. And, yeah, they got him off the scrap heap. I, it, I mean, I, I don't know. Is That's what I'm asking, like. Is it weird that I have no? Is it weird that I have no fear that the NFL is going to come back? Like I have no, like, I just don't think that's they what I was fuck. thinking too. The NFL have, and college football, bro. But college football, they don't pay their players, so I feel like the players are going to be like, "Fuck this shit!" If you can't even have students on campus, like, I think if the South, like the SEC, might just play regardless. That's what I'm saying. Something like that, maybe. But I mean, the NFL, they don't care. They're going to play. They'll find a way. They'll do what UFC did and go find an island somewhere over in Abu Dhabi. Yes, yeah. Play. I mean, it's too big a cash cow. It really is. I mean, yeah. it's it's religion in the United States. Like, and look, if the NFL doesn't happen, I lose faith in humanity. I think we're done. Like, I think we should just fucking cash out. Like, I don't know, man. I've, I think you asked me this the last time I was on. Um, did you ask when we have a vaccine prediction or was that someone else? No, I think I did. And I, I think, did you see when they said like early 2021? Yeah, but my prediction was that it was going to actually be September. And actually, this is a go on Netflix and uh, they have a it's they're updating it like crazy. It's a documentary that's three episodes in and it's already on this exact situation. Wait, it's like a Crook. live documentary? Basically, yes. Holy shit. So they're updating it as it goes. So it's three episodes in. You actually learn a lot. So like Zika, I'm, I'm going to mix it up, but Zika was seven months. Ebola right. was like 10 months. Um, AIDS hasn't gotten one yet, but they can, they've controlled it. Um, another one was 18 months and they got, so with, co with COVID, they got through the clinical trials, um, in 63 days compared to the rest of them being like, okay, six months and here's the vaccine, but there's a wide gap for some reason. And when they got through the like early stages to now. Well, they, like they should have been on it already if the timetables were all the same. There's a company out of Chicago called Gilead. That I've have, heard of it. Yeah, they talk they have, about it. They have yeah. a like a therapeutic treatment that's basically like ready to go. It's not a cure, but it's it's like it's like if you go to the doctors, they give you antibiotics. They would give you this, and it would help fight it. I actually got super lucky this week, and this kind of ties into something barstool related. But I, I forgot on New Year's Day, I fucking downloaded the Robinhood app and started buying stocks. Just like I was sitting around on New Year's Day and I was just bullshitting. And I bought this like five shares of this stock. It was like a dollar. And it was for something called Novavax. I had no idea what it was. Yeah. It's the company that the US government just gave $2 billion for Operation Warp Speed. And uh, I just made like $700 today 
because of that shit. So that's lucky. incredible. That's fucking for five dollars. Five dollars, and it, it's now at um like a uh, hundred. It's like a hundred and ten dollars a share. So I just like made all them, and plus other things have gone up. Look, that's awesome. That's incredible. Do not take any stock advice from me. I will not. Like I fucking. <laughs> you had to say that too. Well, I forgot about it, and then I saw Dave Portnoy doing all this shit with his day trading, and I was like, dude, I should check my Robinhood app and see if anything yeah, happened. And I looked, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck is this? I uh, my dad gave me one like two weeks ago that I put five hundred dollars into. I got like sixty three shares of it, and I looked today. I'm up, so I'm up three fifty on top of the five hundred. So I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, what if I would have bought fifty shares of this thing? Like exactly. I would have just looked, opened my app, and I would have been like, "Yo, wait, what?" <laughs> like, Seventy like, thousand dollars. I would have made a bunch of money. So yeah. now they've got the hook in me. Like now I'm, it's legal gambling. Is really what it is. That's, That's all it is. All yeah. It is, dude. Um, speaking of that, earlier in the episode, we talked about the Redskins changing their name and the fact that Vegas is now taking odds on what the name's going to be. Have you seen the leaders in the clubhouse? Like the clubhouse? I have not. No. So the Red Tails are three to one favorites. First of all, trash name. Um, it is. First off, you're kind of a junkie if you're throwing down money on this. So I, I'm excited to see which of my friends come back to me, tell me they lost all their money on this shit. Um, but like all the names are fucking terrible. And then the Cleveland Indians, they also put down the names on that. And the number one name, like the plus money favorite, is the Spiders. Are you fucking? Oh, because that's because I'm a Negro League team, right? It, well, it was Cy Young pitched for him. I don't know if it was a Negro League team or just like an old like. It, early it, that's team. what it, I, they did used to be that at one point. I thought first I. It, I I'm actually probably wrong. I don't I just, think it was. I just heard it on the radio today, and I was like, that sounds like a creative team from, like, MLB The Show. Like, it sounds fake to me. It sounds like a minor league team. Like, I don't – bro, you have the opportunity. I don't like that either, yeah. You have the opportunity the to rename your team. Like, that is such a fun opportunity for a franchise. Like, first off, you're going to make a ton of money off merchandise. And second off, you're no longer racist, or you're not harboring your racist name anymore. Fucking just go for it. What are you fighting it for? Just do it. I mean, Daniel Snyder is like the biggest piece of shit on the planet. That's very so, true. Also, um, your franchise sucks. That's why. Your franchise sucks. Yeah, why not You're rebrand a little bit? There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like, when I look at the NFL, I, it's, the, it's the sport that I have the most faith in coming back because they just won't take no for an answer. They don't care if they lose their – they don't care if players start dropping left and right. They really don't. They'll just keep, keep it going. But if you're looking at it from your perspective, you're obviously excited. you got a quarterback controversy going on in Chicago. Do you feel any better right now than you did last time we talked? I I'm, I mean, I'm in such baseball mode. I haven't really thought about it. But, there. I mean, they're gonna their defense is going to be a top three or five defense in football. It's going to be awesome. Always is. Maggie's got his new – I mean, it's do or die. I still have that sliver of faith in Mitch because he showed flashes of being really good. And he's a, and he is, he's a great, and you know what? I'll give him this. He played on a separated shoulder last year. It was it's his true. left shoulder, but Still a separated shoulder. I mean, you're not getting the same torque in your throws or anything like that. It's going to no. throw you off. He couldn't run last year though, because if he gets hit, he's done. You know, I just thought it was last year. You watched it, the confidence in Mitch from Nagy just be, you could see it on his face. I know you could, you, and, you really could. And it reminded me so much of Chip Kelly. Like I got sick to my stomach. Like I used to watch Chip he was Kelly. The worst. I used to watch Chip Kelly just like legitimately like throw his hands up, just like look disgusted and lost on the sideline. And just be like, this guy is not a that kind player. of body language out of a coach is just awful. You don't want that. Like if a player sees your coach, like, Oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. With his body, like what? Which is why what, I love Doug Peterson because you know? I don't even know if Doug Peterson know what's going on ninety ninety five percent of the time. But he's a he's a nice guy. He's a player's coach. He was a, he was a football player. I mean, that's the one thing I'll give the Bears credit for too is that you've never heard a peep out of any players. I mean, the last I mean the two years ago in Nagy's first year, they were they were twelve and four, obviously double doink. But um, Club last dub. year, even when like the city was ready to burn them down. They, you never heard a peep. There's no shitheads or assholes on the team in the clubhouse. Yeah. And I think Nagy's a big part of that. And I mean, you see this stuff all the time with like Antonio Brown and everything. Like the Bears have had not one sniff of that. Nope. And so that's why, I mean, once, I mean, once the opening day kickoff comes around, I'll be like, they're going 14 and two. And then that's how you have to feel. Yeah. And I mean, then it'll, then in like a quarter in, I'll be like, oh man, this <laughs> fucking sucks. Like eight and eight. Here we oh, go I again. wish they never came back. 
Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, that's the emotional roller coaster. But I, I mean, at this point, I think they're going to be good. Their schedule's not, it's not too favorable. It's a tougher second place schedule or third place schedule. But I don't know. It's do or die for them. It's do or die. They have no choice but to go out and make the playoffs and make yeah. a run in the playoffs. And we brought it up last time, dude. It's do or die. You know, it's, is Mitch going to be a starter? Is your team going to continue to to keep going with Nagy? I guess we're going to fucking – we will find out because the NFL will play. Um, before we move on, we get, at, we get you out of here. Let's take a look. I'll let you give your White Sox prediction. Obviously, you said you got a lot of games with the Cubs. You got 60-game schedule. What's your vibe? I'm going 34. That'd be 34 and 26 uh, with a playoff berth. There you go. I love I'm, it. I mean, the players are just – you know, chomping at the bit to get this thing going, and, and they they are sick of losing, and their confidence is couldn't be higher. So, dude, who is this young kid throwing a hundred miles an hour from you for you guys? You got him in a, in a trade a couple of years ago. I saw him on on Sports any other day. There's a uh, Mike Kopech. That's Dylan what I'm talking C's. about. Yeah, yeah, Kopech. He's not in camp right now. He's another one of the rumored uh, Corona guys. He's been down uh, in Texas, but he's like, and then both were asymptomatic, like I said. So. Um, but he's an absolute animal in the clubhouse or in the uh, uh, weight room, rather. Dude, so I was he'll watching. Be fine. What, who who was the trade that you guys made for him? It was that was the Chris Sale trade. Chris Sale trade, and I yeah. was like, holy shit! It's rare you see somebody like because they there's so many moves with prospects and shit like that. Somebody pan out to be throwing a hundred miles an hour. Fucking incredible! I can't wait to see that kid throw. Yeah, I mean the the, the every all the fans will see it really soon but the white Sox have absurd like superstar potential up and down the lineup they're all like 22 23 years old and that's that's exactly how the 08 phillies were when you like saw these like young dudes come up in the organization and then you just have a fucking monster first base with a brayu stop in baseball that i year. was just gonna say and, you, and then you have established guys scattered throughout but you have all this young talent that comes together and like grows together yeah that's gonna be a problem yeah, I can't wait. And the thing that the White Sox did is they locked them up past their rookie deals. So smart. Um, like they, so the, they they don't have these guys like five six years. They have uh, they have these guys eight nine years. A lot of them. So they'll see them through the entire prime. They won't lose them to like a four hundred million dollar New York Yankees contract. So I don't know. It's like going to be a fun few years else in baseball. Like I, I've said it before, I can't wait to just shove them down because obviously they're the smaller smaller team in town. I'm going to shove them down everybody's throats. That's how I am with the Sixers. And I've, I've been a diehard Sixers guy through the process since I was a kid when it was like me and two of my buddies were the only three people in the city who gave a shit about the Sixers going to games with like 3000 people in the stands. And then now watching them be the biggest ticket in town, just shoving it up everybody's ass. I'm like, I love it. It's a great I saw feeling, you get on the right? bandwagon. It's the best feeling. It's um, the best. Yeah, so before, obviously Barstool's rolling along. You guys have had fucking Twitch going crazy. You guys have, dude. What was the deal with? Uh, was it Riggs at a golf course for a hundred days straight? Yeah, <laughs> he was just living there, I guess. And that's like one of the top golf courses in the world, apparently. Yeah. So Tory, was it Tory Pines or something? You guys never cease to amaze me when it comes to just making absurd shit and it just working every time. So just want to give a shout out to you guys for that. Um, dude, got to get you the new album over. Uh, yep. Just got it done, obviously. Any new music for me? Anything you've been bumping during quarantine? Could be old, could be new. I don't know if I told you this last time, but Eric Lindell. No, we didn't talk about this last time. Eric Lindell. So I've never heard of him before. I stumbled upon him on Spotify. Um, he's he's in his like 50s, but he's really? got he's got like a real jazz bluesy Ooh. feel, but it's like new aged and it's got like some pop. He's awesome. He's fucking awesome. Like I'll share I'm, it on the band's Instagram, dude. Instagram it's story. it's like not a one hit wonder or anything like that. Like I'm listening to all his music and it is just awesome music. I can't believe he's never been popular, like ever. Dro- dropping him right in the fucking um, end of the podcast, bro. Love lay it. Lay me down or lay back down. I'm sorry, lay me down. That's a sublime song. That's, uh, lay yeah, back down. I was gonna say that was Dirty Heads, man. Or Dirty Heads. That's what I was thinking. That's the of. first. I thought it was a sublime right? song. Yeah, uh, dude. Show is sublime. With room down. got canceled. I know. I, oh, I assumed man. it was. I was going to ask, but I didn't want to bring up. And next year, hopefully it's the same lineup. We'll, we'll hook you up when everything's kind of back to normal. If if next year, because next year I'm assuming, hopefully, we will be able to have concerts with 100,000 people. If we got to keep playing shows virtually, I'm going to jump off a bridge. I it can't sucks. Keep you can't, like, I, 
people uh, are like, oh, it's like you're still talking to people. You're doing Zims. It's like you're not in the same room, like drinking beer thing. with someone. It's exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. Well, as soon as this shit's over, we'll make that happen. We but, will make that happen. I would be out there in the, at the snap of a finger. So. Dave, always the, great it, talking to you, bro. You no, too. Gonna, you no, too, guys. I was just going to say, fucking, we'll do this again. We'll continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports contributions from White Sox, Dave. Um, fucking, we'll catch you next time. Stay safe. Talk to you later, all right? You too. Thanks, guys. All right, brother.